Hello and welcome to Life with Ed, the podcast. This is episode 20. 20, everyone. Um, that's so exciting. And I am Julia, your host, a registered dietitian here in New Haven, Connecticut. And I am getting married this week and I am so excited, guys. I um, actually had a church ceremony this past Saturday and I'm having a full ceremony and reception this coming Saturday. And I'm really excited about it. I'm kind of nervous. Um, I think everything's done, but uh, you never know. So just join me in praying for good weather because I wanted to get married outside in October. So um, yeah, pray for me, okay? Um, But the next two weeks, I will be away, but we will be having a Life Without the Podcast episode. So don't worry. there will be one in two weeks, just like normal. Also, I know I said this uh, last week, but Q&A episode is coming up in January. So please, please send me any questions that you have. It can be related to any of the 20 episodes. Um, so worth, W-E-R-T-H, your while nutrition at gmail.com. Send your questions there. I have a few. I would love to have more. So um, keep sending them. Honestly, no question is silly. So whatever it is, um, I want to hear it. We're going to have three really great guests on for that episode. So um, I'm excited. And the more questions we have, the better it will be. All right, guys. So news item today. So I discovered, I should have known this, but I discovered that Walden Behavioral Care has a what is the latest eating disorder research um, tab. So it's really cool. The latest studies in eating disorder research are up there. And I'm just going to talk about the first one. Um, So I'll read what it said. So it says news about risk factors that need to be targeted in prevention programs. We now know more than ever about potential predictors of anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervosa, or binge eating disorder. Diagnosis. A recent study followed 1,300 women with body dissatisfaction for three years and found that negative effect, emotional distress, and impaired interpersonal functioning predicted onset of all eating disorder types. The study points to the need for targeted prevention programs aimed at these high-risk populations. Now, I'm not, you know, totally clear on what negative effect emotional distress and impaired interpersonal functioning uh, means in their study, Um, but I do know that sounds like most teenagers, right? So we know that teenagers go through a lot. I mean, it's a huge emotional upheaval. It's a lot of um, new things going on in their life, and I think it's important that all teenagers get some preventative education, that there is awareness uh, in schools about eating disorders. So um, this is my little plug to say, if you're a teacher, especially if you're a health teacher, make sure there is, you know, a part of your program, part of your curriculum about eating disorders. That's not just like this is anorexia, but maybe discuss body image, discuss body positivity, discuss intuitive eating, talk about coping mechanisms that are not food. These are all super important and really every teenager should be getting that kind of education. So uh, if you are a teacher, if you know a teacher, if you have a teenager, be their teacher at home. Um, Those are super important things to cover. All right. So guys, 
Today, I have um, my, I think, favorite. I'll go with favorite episode to date. It's about weddings, but it's specifically about wedding dresses. And I learned so much because I knew nothing about the wedding industry when I was recording this episode with two really wonderful women who own bridal boutiques. One is in Connecticut. Her name is Allison. She owns Ruby Bridal Boutique in New Milford, and that is where I bought my dress. And the other is Amanda, and she owns Bombshell Bridal Boutique in Michigan, um, just outside Detroit. And she owns a store focused on plus-size women, and she has so much to say. There is so much wrong with the wedding industry. Their uh, diet culture has made inroads there that... um, I think most of us never would have guessed to the point where a lot of women are reduced to tears when looking for a wedding dress, and that really should not be the case. So I hope you enjoy this kind of different uh, episode. We're not talking with any health professionals here, but we're talking about stuff that affects, you know, most people at some point in their life, you know, getting married and all the stress and um, the pressures put on women as they go through the process. So I hope you enjoy the episode and please definitely check out Amanda and Allison's uh, bridal boutiques on Instagram or, you know, in person, you could go pay them a visit. Um, So that's Ruby Bridal Boutique in New Milford, Connecticut and Bombshell Bridal Boutique uh, just outside of Detroit, Michigan. So Without further ado, we're going to start with Amanda and then end with Allison, who I'm super thankful for to helping me find my dress. Hello? Hi, Amanda. Yes, hi. Hi, this is Julia. Hi. Is this still a good time? Yes, absolutely. I'm in the car and the passenger seat, so I'm good. Awesome. Great. Yeah, so I just uh, like to start with, um, you could tell, you know, me and, and everyone listening a little bit about you and then how you got into the uh, wedding industry. Sure. Uh, well, um, so we've, I've had my bridal shop for almost nine years. And um, when I got married, I was at a terrible time finding a dress. And yeah, oh, like, yes, yeah, honestly, didn't even occur to me that it would, that, like, size would be an issue. You know, all my clients come in every size. Of course, they'll have sizes for me. Right. Um, and that was not the case. So I went out shopping with my mom, and most of the boutiques they went into, they were, like, just really mean to me. And, like, one of them, I was left in tears. She told me, I can't let you try anything on because she'll break the zipper of the dress. Oh, my God. So it was, like, it was just, like, a really defeating moment. And when, you know, you're a bride and you just want to feel beautiful, it was not awesome. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> my mom felt terrible, right? Yeah. And um, so we went to see David's bridal. And when I can, I mean, David's bridal had things in my size, mm-hmm. but it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't. It, just, it wasn't. It wasn't what I wanted. Right. You know? I had the same experience. Yeah. Yeah. So you get that. So um, my mom felt really bad, and uh, this was in two thousand five, well, okay. two thousand four, and then um, she actually found a dress on eBay, and I'm like, whatever, fine. So I bought a dress on eBay that I wasn't able to try on or anything like that. And that's wow. uh, kind of how I got my dress. Um, so it was an underwhelming experience. It, just, it wasn't the experience I wanted. It wasn't the dress that I wanted. Um, 
And, like, in that moment, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Why isn't there a place where brides of every size can try something on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, just kind of passing thought. And then, you know, a couple years went by, and I went back to school after I was married. And then in um, 2009, 2010, like, recession hit our area really hard. And um, I had a, I just graduated with a degree in art history. Oh, lovely. Yeah. (laughs) Right. right, Which is a great degree to have. Actually, you know, graduated in a recession. Um, So, and you know, like I was married. We had a house here. My husband has a career here. Like I couldn't just pick up and move like, Mm -hmm. you know, other, you know, other people can. Um, So we were kind of, you know, committed to (laughs) just this area. Um, And you're in Michigan, right? Just a... Yes, we're right okay. outside Detroit. So we, um, I'm like, you know, so what do we do now? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, you yeah, know, I had this idea a few years ago. I wonder like, if there's anything to that. Now, I had never worked in bridal. Uh-huh. Um, I worked in retail, like, all through college. I worked at, um, like, Macy's, Marshfield, so, and I worked in the, like, formal dress department. So I had some formal wear experience, but nothing in bridal, and bridal is completely, completely different anyway. Um so I didn't know anything at all. So I spent about a year just kind of researching, trying to learn everything I could learn about the industry, and then also making sure that there wasn't anyone in my immediate, like, metro area who was already doing what I had planned to do. Right. Uh, you know, because, again, I don't know anything about the industry. I'm like, can our area support another bridal shop? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If we already overstayed, I, I knew and nothing. It's not like you get repeat customers, or like you hope you don't get, you know, repeat customers. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Unfortunately, which makes it real tricky. But, um, so, I spent, you know, we spent about a year researching before we ended up actually opening. And, um, like, I, again, like, we... Uh, I try to learn everything I could, but even so, there's so much you don't know until you're in it. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel so, about podcasting. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's so true. You, you, just, you don't know until you're doing it. So um, I opened my shop, and it was just me, and then my sister was there. She was in college herself at that time, so it was just her and I. We had a little tiny shop. It was like 1,500 square feet. We had two fitting rooms. And um, so we were we were opened really small. We had a um, mallish investment that we put in, but we weren't funded by a bank, so I wasn't starting with like five hundred thousand dollars or something. <laughs> so right. we started really small because we were self funded, and we just kind of slowly grew the business from there. Um, we had a three year lease, so as soon as that was over, we were like busting at the seams because it right. was not enough space. Um, so then we moved into the space we're in now which is 3,000 square feet, um, which still, to be completely honest, isn't big enough. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, more. dresses are big. <laughs> they are, and that's like, you don't you don't account for, like in the square footage, I'm like, well, we need this much for fitting rooms and this much for furniture and this much for people. Those dresses take up a good chunk of the square footage. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. I they have really two can. wedding dresses in my closet right now, and I don't have a closet. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's pretty much all you have in your closet then. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's it's crazy. Uh, so we were we were there for we're, we're still there, but we were there for you know our five years. And I'm like, we need more space. So we actually we um, in January we took another building a couple doors down from my bridal shop, and we moved all of our offices into that building so we can expand um, 
into like our back room area gotcha. of the building we're in. So we're in the middle of those renovations. They're taking much, much, much longer. Than they always do. Yeah. <laughs> they do. And it's, it's really tricky because we're open. Yeah. I can't afford to close for a month. You know what I mean? So right. we're doing like one small thing at a time, but you know, you're, you're open for a bit. And I'm like, right. like, nobody wants to walk into an open construction site and have a bridal moment. So. Yeah. 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 So if we could so just step, so, yeah, if we could sure. just step back and tell me a little bit about like what was your idea going in in terms of you know having a space where everyone could try a dress on. So when so really everything was kind of um, sparked by my experience, and it uh-huh. was it was basically you know what like I had this terrible experience, and I feel like as a bride, it's, it's such an exciting time of your life. Yeah that you should, like, it should be, it should be memorable in a good way, you mm-hmm. know? You shouldn't um, remember, like, like I, I almost ripped the dress <laughs> at the store. Exactly, like, that shouldn't be the thing. And, um, so really when I started it, I'm like, it, it was more like, I think this is a good business idea, mm-hmm. um, and I think, I think this should exist. Right. It wasn't from, like, a body positive place or, like, where I'm starting a movement. It, it, to be honest, it wasn't from that at all. Right, it yeah. It was like, I think this is a good business idea, and this should exist. So we opened the store. Once we started working with brides, everything kind of changed. Because once we started having those personal interactions with all of these women, and we were seeing the difference that this was making in their lives, and, like, it sounds kind of corny and cheesy to say that, like, purchasing wedding gown changed someone's life but no i believe it yeah it does because a lot of these women that we encounter they've never felt beautiful in the garment yeah like they've never put something on and looked in the mirror and said oh my goodness i'm beautiful yeah so we had like we the impact that we were able to have kind of really hit me until we actually were in it and we started working with women and then i'm like oh i'm like this is way bigger than anything we thought it could be right um so so what sizes do you have? Like, how does it work um, in your store? Well, when we opened, we had, like, from, like, about a size 20 and up. Okay. At the moment, we started a size 10. Okay. And, um, like, what, 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 I don't know why or what to deal with, but we, we actually see a good amount of smaller brides as well, mm-hmm. which I'm totally happy to help. But they'll come to us, even though they, like, they know that our thing is plus size. Right. But they like that they know that they're not going to be body shamed, that they're yeah. going to be surrounded by people who are super body positive. Yeah. And um, they like the experience of it, and they know that, like, where our heart is, our heart is really for the brides, and it's not a size thing, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, like, I've had, I've had tiny girls come in and tell me the awful things that have been said to them. Yeah. I mean, I got like, told, what? like, that I maybe I should, you know, go on a diet and then come back and like maybe buy a size smaller just to motivate me. Yep. Like bizarre, <laughs> bizarre things. Yes, it's it's crazy. And I, I, but you would never talk to a person, let alone a customer in any other setting in that way. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about when a woman becomes a bride that perfect strangers feel like they can say things like that to you right yeah i was like who are you (laughs) you don't know anything about me you don't know that i host a podcast about eating disorders (laughs) exactly like you don't know it's the craziest thing yeah yeah so I actually found out about your store because I have a patient who, um, in my dietitian practice, who is flying to Michigan to buy a dress. 
Oh, how exciting. I love hearing that. Yeah. Well, and it's exciting, but it's also kind of crazy. There is not a plus size store in Connecticut, I think. Um, Like there isn't one that exists. I don't, not that I know of. So there's, I don't know, there's probably about a dozen plus size specialty stores in the country. That's so crazy. There's not a ton. Yeah. Yeah. So there, you know, there's really not that many. They tend to be in more um, like built up urban areas. Okay. You know, because the population is there to support it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's not a ton of us, um, which, like, I'm super happy that these ladies travel to us. But I, guess, I don't know. Like, I feel bad that there's not a lot of options out there. I'm super grateful for the business. So that's yeah, amazing. Of course. For me. Of course. Um, and we, like, we have brides who travel. We've had a bride from every state. Um, we've had a bride from, I think, every continent at this Wow. Time. Except in Antarctica, I mean, well, people, no one lives there, but yeah. we've had, you know, we've had brides from all over, um, and many of them are just kind of like, maybe they're visiting family, and they're going to, you know, they heard about us, they're coming, but we have a lot that actually take a special trip to get to us, which is amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, that's that's what she's doing, and I thought that was amazing. Um so what I are some of that, that like makes me so happy? Yeah, what are some of the comments that you hear from brides about like things they've been told in other stores or um, things that you're doing that they appreciate? Well, a lot of like a lot of the feedback we get from other stores, um, which if they're in my store, generally the feedback they're giving me from other places is negative. Right. Um, I rarely hear, "Oh, they were so nice to me." Yeah. They probably would have bought their dress there if they were nice to them. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest themes that we see is as soon as a plus size woman enters, like it's just a regular bridal shop, they can tell that they're not being greeted with enthusiasm. Like you can almost read it on the other, on the, like the store people's face. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh shit, we have nothing for her. And like, I know a lot of people in this industry and I, I think for the most part, that's not like they, they, just, no, they don't have yeah. the sizes to accommodate and they're like, what do we do now? But the thing is, is a bride can feel that, you yeah. know? She knows you You give her, like, the once over, and, you, you know, they feel instantly judged and, like, insecure and totally not comfortable at all. Um, so that's a pretty common sentiment. Is they just, they feel like they're not um, what the store clerk was hoping to see, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then, you know, we also hear a lot of, well, I was trying a dress on, and everyone in the store was doting over this size four bride next to me, and nobody said one nice thing to me. So, they like, they feel this, like... I don't know. The that they're like not the as other worthy. Yeah, they feel like they're not as worthy, and they're you know they're not as valued as this other you know, these other brides are. Um, so we get a lot of you know the diet comment, like maybe you should just wait and come back, and different yeah. variations of that. Um, I don't know, we hear a lot, we hear a lot of a lot of like really shitty things. Um, another one we hear a lot of is maybe have your skinny friend try it on for you. <laughs> your what? Your your other yeah. friend? Yeah, have your skinny friend try it on for you. Since it's not going to fit you, put it on someone else. You can see it on a body. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, because it's not your body. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so we hear all kinds of just crazy, crazy stuff. And, um, yeah, like, it's it's heartbreaking because it does damage. You know, like, these ladies carry this stuff around, and they feel like, they're not, you know, worthy of having a beautiful dress. They're not worthy of having an experience. And I don't know. I just, it's just, it makes me sad that those kinds of experiences happen. So with only like a dozen stores, you said, in the country, what do, I mean, maybe they do what you do, but what do plus size women 
um, do if they can't, you know, get to one of these stores? Well, there always are. Um, there, I mean, pretty much every store carries something in plus. Like, I'm talking like um, like private boutiques. Okay. But everyone has something. The problem is they generally don't have a ton they have of like options. one option. It's yeah. very, right. It's usually a very, very limited amount. And then, it's. I mean, I, I guess it depends on what your style is, but more often than not, if a shop is going to have, let's say they've got, I don't know, 10 plus size dresses, what they select for their, you know, for their inventory is not necessarily what people want to wear. It's what people think that girl should wear. Mm, yeah. We joke, we call them the fat girl dresses, but like they're not, I don't know, they're not, not what I would want to wear. Yeah. And so like I mean, what there, kind there of options. style would that be? Well, they're mostly like A-line and they're ruched and maybe with a sleeve or a strap or like let's cover everything up and let's yeah. you know so like they're they're not going to find like a you know slinky beaded mermaid gown right you know? um and like that's that's something where i feel like we really excel because we have a big selection you know and some, some girls want like a more modest a-line dress and that's totally fine but not everyone does and i want them to pick a dress because they love it not because it was one of five that fit them and you know yeah so those girls that you know, and like David's bridal does a lot of plus size business. Um, and then, I mean, there a lot of brides do buy online. I don't recommend it because there's a lot of like scams and knockoff yeah. things that are going to get seized in customs. And like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, it's problematic to buy online. Yeah. Um, also, like, an, how do you, how do you know what size? Like, my wedding dress is like two sizes off from like my, like, I don't, is it your pant size it's supposed to relate to? Um, but I was just like, how would I even know to pick this? I don't know. I don't know. Most of them want you to submit, like, um, measurements. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and, you know, they're claiming that they're making them custom, which they're not. They're not making them custom. But, um, I don't know. Like, there are some legit places that are selling wedding gowns that are, you know, beautiful and quality that you're going to kind of get, you know, what you're paying for. But there's mm-hmm. a lot that's... There's a lot that are really bad. Yeah. And, like, they'll take actual designer images and use those images when it's on, like, just, like, a piece of garbage, you know, knockoff that is nothing like what you ordered. So, um, it's tricky. And, you know, like, there are a lot of brides who, for budget reasons, want to purchase online. Right, um, yeah. I totally get. I mean, you know, they're expensive. And the boutique, the gowns are, you know, they're expensive. So, like, for us, I feel like we position ourselves for the bride that wants that experience. Um, that she has a budget for a gown, you know, I mean, not that we're ever trying to, you know, make someone feel left out. We try to accommodate every budget, but, you know, it's not always possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so I've spoken to, um, another, uh, bridal boutique and they, you know, they don't have any plus size dresses and she was wonderful. She was where I bought the, my dress, um, and the reason I really liked it there was because she sort of had the same mentality as you. But she said, like, she doesn't understand, like, she only, you know, knows about, um, I don't know what to call it, like, not plus size uh, fashion. So she said there's, like, a big difference in how you design clothes. Um, can you speak to that at all? I think that's a complete misconception. Okay. 
I really do. I think, um, and again, I know a lot of shop owners who think that. Yeah. They'll come to me like, well, so what do you buy for your plus size bags? And I'm like, what do you buy for your regular size? Yeah. Because I was like. They want the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense so, to me. Like, in my shop, and like, there's a lot of, of um, designers that will do like a plus size specific bridal line. Um, and honestly, I don't carry any of them. Okay. Every Everything I carry is, you know, they're designer gowns. I just buy them in plus sizes instead of, you know, straight sizes. Um, and I think that's a complete misconception. And I think that's kind of like a defense mechanism that a lot of shops mm-hmm. use as an excuse to not stock things in plus. Um, but I don't know what to do. They want the same thing. Like, yeah. A bride opens a magazine and sees the dress she loves and she wants to wear that. She's not thinking, oh, but that's not for plus size. No, she's a bride. She's a plus yeah. size bride. She's a bride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. Also, I have no idea what the like line even would be, right? Like, what defines plus size? That I, that's a great question. <laughs> yeah, because like, you know, I feel like who like I think at the store I went, I went to like six stores because it was you know an epic adventure, and uh, I think at most of them the like largest size they had was like a sixteen or like an eighteen or something. Yeah, that's pretty typical for a, okay. for like a you know for a brand like a regular bridal shop. Um, and I was just like, why that's you know why is that I, the decision? I, honestly, I don't I don't know. And a lot of people in this industry like it's it's there's a lot of like really like old school mentality that's mm-hmm. still happening. Um, for whatever reason, there's just this industry seems really slow to change. And like, there's a lot of positive change happening now with like more size inclusivity and stuff like that. But it's been, it's been like, it's been tough. When we opened our store, um, in 2010 and we went to vital market to do our buying uh-huh. and I'm buying my initial stock. And I'm like, here's what I'm doing. I'm super excited. This is going to be great. The majority of the people we talked to did not want to work with me. They did not want to, they the designers, the designers didn't know. The designers did not want to work with me. They didn't want their gowns hanging in a store in a large size. Oh, You're wow. totally fine with you walking in and picking up that size 8 dress and saying, I like it. They'll sell it to you in your size. Absolutely. Yeah. But they don't want it hanging in your size in the store. That's and, crazy. Like, that's really changed. I know. It's, it's like, completely asinine, but I don't, I don't know. So that mentality has changed quite a bit, which is really great. And I like to think that, you know, my shop and the other ladies that do what I'm doing have a lot to do with um, kind of propelling that change. Right. Because like, I feel like we're legitimizing that these women deserve to try things on. Like, plus size brides are always buying gowns somewhere. Right. Yeah. They're, everyone like, you know, gets married. Like, I mean, not exactly. everyone, but all sizes of people. Right. But I feel like, you know, like we're a pretty high volume shop. With the amount of business I do, I'm able to, like, I have, I have the dollars to put behind it. I'm like, look, this is how much business we've done. And, and I put that in comparison to your shop that, you know, in theory caters to every single size, right? From, you know, a zero to a 36 or whatever. And look what I'm doing just in a specialty shop. So I'm showing you how important it is to have things hanging in a store in a size that these women can try on. Right. So I think that's had a, that's had a big impact. Um, and it's kind of funny, like there, there is one particular open that just was not interested in doing business with us and um 
over the last couple of years has been like just kind of begging to get into our store. Mm. And I'm like, that's kind of funny how that changed. We actually yeah. do have them in our store now. We have a really great partnership with them. So I'm not knocking them. Yeah. But it's been very interesting to see the um, turnaround kind of their almost. whole opinion change yeah. you know, over the last, uh, the last 10 years. So that's great. Kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, do you see, I'm sure you work with like other types of wedding vendors. Um, do you see this sort of like stigma placed on larger women um, in other areas of the wedding industry or is it kind of just? Oh, um, no, that? absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, my sister actually, so she was she opened the shop with me and um, she's actually a wedding photographer. Oh, so cool. Yeah. And uh, one of her big things is she makes a point that she'll do like a preview of all of her brides. We have had so many brides who have been, who, like, my photographer does a special preview on, like, their social media. Like, they look at the, you know, look at this wedding I shot this weekend of every single bride, but not me. Right. And so, there's a lot of, we get a lot of that, where these women, and they feel like it's their size. It's because they're a plus-size bride. That's why their photographer won't share the images on their own social media, because they don't want to be associated with, you know, working with plus-size brides. Yeah. Um. Have you heard of the 67% project? No, I have not. So it's an effort to basically like get more images of every size of person because uh, like two thirds of the images we see are like incredibly small people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're only showing a really small percentage of people in two thirds of the images we see. So why, why doesn't it match um, what we actually are as a, as a group? Sure. So kind of going so with that. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I love that. Um, so like the majority of the images we share um, are, you know, more plus size ladies just because that's what we do. Right. But I mean, when we, guys, you know, for a bride, you better believe we share her images too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, because it's, not, it's what we, even what we do is specialize in the size range. It's not, it's not about like exclusivity. Like it's not about excluding people who are smaller. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It's just including um, everyone so, for a change. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So I think that's I think that's fantastic. And like we've had brides in tears because we um, posted their wedding photos because they thought there was no way anybody was ever going to post their wedding photos. Oh wow! And there is. It's, it's, there's a total stigma about it. Um, we were talking to somebody at um, it's a couple years ago at the knot. Oh yeah, at a conference, uh-huh. and they're they're like, so wedding shops, please share your wedding photos of you know all of your great weddings, you know all the wedding vendors. When you have a beautiful wedding, share them so because we love to share them in the magazine and on the website. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I'm like, you know, I've had probably a dozen brides I can think of over the past year submit, and not one of them has been shared. Now that's not a huge amount, but right. I have never once seen a plus size bride's wedding shared on anything or not and they just didn't know what to do me yeah yeah it, it always seems like it's also the same like type of like wedding right like you always see the super yep. over the top wedding like I'm having a yeah. pizza truck at my wedding and that is not going to be on any <laughs> um you know profile or or anything yeah um yeah, so what what do you say to a bride or like what would you say to someone who is really facing this problem right now um, to try to encourage them? Well, I would say if, if possible, seek out a shop that cares enough about your experience to have sizes in the store. Mm. Um, and like like I said, there's, you know, there's a couple, you know, there's a 
a handful of shops like mine that do, you know, the stock nearly everything in like a plus size range. Like I would say like a 12, 14 and up. Um, but even if there's not any place like that around you, there are good shops all over the country that do a, a good job with plus size brides. Um, like I, I know people all over the country that have great stores that even though they're not plus size specific, they're really amazing. They give a great experience. They have a good selection. So mm-hmm. I would, before you just go into a store blind, I would do research. I would call them and say, "How you know, I'm a street size 18. How many gowns do you have to fit me? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I would say, so do the research because it's easier to call someone up or send them an email and ask a question than to walk in and feel terrible when nothing fits you. Yeah. Um, and I would, so I would seek out the stores that have the sizes. And like, you know, any store is happy to take your money. But right. the way I look at it is if, if you don't have enough respect for, you know, somebody in a plus size range to have something for them to put on their body, then you don't deserve my business either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is probably the most expensive garment you're ever going to purchase. Like, I would hope top, it's, it's very the most expensive. expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the most, like, you know, meaningful garment you're ever going to purchase is the one that you cannot try on. That seems ridiculous. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. So, my advice would be I would first try to seek out a place that, like, loves you and you know you're going to have a good experience. You know, they're going to treat you kindly and all of that. Um, but if not, you know, there's lots of good shops everywhere. If you, you know, if you can't travel with something that's, size specific i would do some research and make sure that you're making your appointments only at places that are going to have things in your size that were kind to you on the phone that didn't you know that didn't just kind of brush you off or Mm -hmm. try to steer you into you know something you didn't want definitely well amanda i've really enjoyed having you on um and i like to ask every guest at the end because normally i'm talking more about food and eating than um weddings but this is almost more fun um (laughs) <laughs> what <laughs> it's yeah i'm getting married in like nine days so it's on my mind um, oh my goodness that's amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> yeah um so what is your favorite food oh, that's a great question that's a really tough one it's really hard i've i've had a different answer from every guest so it's there's no one oh, answer wow Jeez, I don't, I don't know. That's super. That's really. Or that's a favorite really like hot. fall food. Narrow it down. Hmm. Well, I, for fall, like, I love apple cider. Like I oh. wait all year for apple cider. It's so good. <laughs> you know, like to be like fresh and like I, I love, love, love that. I, th- I feel like the favorite food thing is kind of it's seasonal. It, it depends is. on my mood. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like there's a time that I really want chocolate, you know, and that is my favorite food no matter what. (laughs) I know. Yeah, but I would say it's like for fall, my favorite thing for fall is I love the apple cider. I love like, you know, we're in Michigan, so we get, you know, our weather's chilly. You go and have Mm -hmm. your cider and like the hot donuts and I I love that. It's like my favorite fall thing. (laughs) Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. This has been so fun. Yeah, have a great day. Thanks so much, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Ruby Bridal, this is Allison. Hi, Allison. This is Julia. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. 
Thanks for picking up the call. Sure. Is, if I have you on speakerphone, is that okay? Yeah, it's totally fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, I just wanted to start with asking you how you got into the wedding industry and um, into owning your own bridal shop. I worked for a caterer for a long time. It was always my side job, um, always like my weekend summer job, I guess. Right. And we did a lot of weddings, um, a lot of smaller like boutique weddings. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how did you decide to open your own bridal shop? I think it was after I went to a lot of shops with some of my friends. There was a wave of people getting married when I was like 26, 27. Yeah. I went to a lot of stores and the ones here in the area, I don't know if you went to any of the other ones, um, they have been around for a long time and they kind of look like they've been around for a long time. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like your grandmother's wedding shop. Right. So I thought I could do it a little better, a little more modern. Um, yeah, more of the millennial bride. I am a millennial after all. So. Right. Yeah. So one reason I really wanted to have you on is because, so I got engaged, like, I think in March. And um, ever since then, I, my posts about wedding stress or wedding like whether it's me going dress shopping and being like overwhelmed because it's, you know, so different than you expected or, you know, the sizes aren't the same and that can be scary or just like everything you hear um, from people around you, like what you should be doing or shouldn't be doing. So those posts get like the most engagement out of like anything else that I post, and, <laughs> which I think is kind of funny because I am like, oh, wow, everyone's really into weddings, but also really stressed by them. And I just, you know, I'm only one person, um, but you see, you know, hundreds of brides, right? And and I'm wondering, like, yeah. do, do you hear comments like that? Like, what's your sort of take on, you know, the stress level of all these brides? No, for some reason, it, it the it's supposed to be, they say it's supposed to be the greatest day of your life, right? And right. So maybe or whatever. Um, so the fact that it's supposed to be the greatest day of your life, but it is also the most stressful day of your life, yeah. I find very interesting the amount of pressure that people put on themselves. And I honestly don't think it used to be that, that way. I think yeah. the invention of the internet, the invention of social media has pushed women, men, women, whoever, into this whole different idea of what you're supposed to what your wedding is supposed to be like like every moment is supposed to be instagrammable every little thing is supposed to be curated you're supposed to have a theme nowadays i think i think social media is to blame for the stress level that people put on themselves and women especially because if you think about it every single person that i know that is married but doesn't have kids yet, their profile picture is them in their wedding dress. Right, yeah. You know, them with their significant other. It's something that they look at every single day, and I think that's why they put so much stress on themselves is because they have to look at it and they feel the need to be perfect. And thank you very much, Pinterest, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny you said that because before I came to your bridal shop, like the first time I went shopping, 
I, the first question they asked me was like, oh, can we see your Pinterest board? And I was like, I, I, I don't have one. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I do ask that too, because most people have one. Or right. it's more like, do you have pictures saved on your phone? Yeah. And if they have a board, they'll bring that up. But yeah, for some reason, I think because you have so many images at your fingertips and yeah, just like pretty much all the options open to you if you think about it yeah it's too much it's a lot so what do you what are some of the most common things you hear from brides coming through about um you know what they're worried about or what they look like related to getting their wedding dress i i do hear a lot um maybe not them specifically using the phrase wedding diet Uh, but yeah yeah so many times I hear, I plan on losing weight. Right. I don't plan on being the size. I'm heavier than I want to be right now. You know, that, you know, six out of ten, I'd say. Wow. Yeah, kind of. And what yeah. do you say? Because it seems sort of like, how are we supposed to help you find a dress if you don't want to yeah. like, be measured at this size? You know, a lot of times I don't know what to say and so I often don't know what to say and I yeah I don't really know what I say I I say I mean you look great right now that's yeah something I feel is safe to say you know my goal is to make you look good today because I don't know you. I don't know if you're actually going to lose weight. I don't know if you're, you know, that kind of person. I, I just don't know you. So right. <laughs> I, I, if you plan on losing weight or toning up, great. If you if it's for health reasons, even better. But I really, I fit people to what they look like today because, yeah, they, they, it might just not happen. Right, and it might it it might not be supposed to happen, right? Like they might be the right size for them. Yeah, and they might have been saying that for five years. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I have no idea. So most of the time, I'm, I'm people they look great today, no matter what. It's just about dressing for your body, right. really. So, what are some of the you know? I guess I don't know how to phrase this exactly, but I have been shopping and sometimes it feels like there's not enough sizes or there's not enough styles to fit every body type. Are those things you think about when stocking your store? I do think about, I guess I don't really normally think about body types um, so much as, well, I guess silhouettes of dresses are the same thing as body types. Yeah, similar. Yeah, so we... I try very hard to have a large range of silhouettes and different styles and sizes. We don't do specifically plus size, which is unfortunate, but that's a whole other ball game. Right. And like I said, I'm not sure a plus size bride plus size bride would really trust me because I have no idea what I'm talking about. Right. You know? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so I had thought about maybe doing a dedicated plus size store, but I don't I don't know the first thing about it. So we do accommodate up to um like a street size sixteen 
which would be a bridal size 20. Oh, they are different. They are very different. So I wear like a size 4 jeans, but in bridal, I'm somewhere either a 6 or an 8, depending on the style of the dress. Wow. That's... What's the reason for that? I think a lot of brides are, are stressed out by that fact alone. I feel so bad when I tell them um, that the sizes are bigger. I don't know that it necessarily matters to most people, but right. I say ignore the number. It was That chart was made a very long time ago, and I, probably made by a guy. <laughs> right, right. So you know like how... Um, Sizes have just changed in general over the years. Like Marilyn Monroe used to be a size 8, but today she would actually be like a 4 or something. Oh, I had no idea. That's interesting. She would have been, or she was a size 8, but today she would actually be like a 12. Something like that. It's because the size charts have changed so much over the years, and stores like Gap and Old Navy can change their standard charts and everything, but bridal hasn't done that for some reason. So you're saying that like in the past, you know, someone who was looked at as like really beautiful and um, sort of a role model for women was actually like a higher size than she would be now. Yeah, absolutely. They were curvier. They were fussier. Yeah, if you think about Marilyn Monroe or I don't even like Jean Harlow, she was shapely. Yeah, Uh, it's so different. Yeah, she had a, a booty on her for sure. <laughs> and, you know, that's the one thing I will credit the Kardashians with is bringing back, like, the love of the curves, the love. Yeah. Maybe not the crazy tiny waist thing, but the fact that they're not size zeros. Right. By any means. Yeah. And, like, it's important for people to see that those aren't the only people that are, you know, considered beautiful. Yeah. I think um, the whole muscular... Uh, fit body type that's popular right now I, I I think is actually pretty great yeah definitely and so uh, you work with a lot of other vendors it seems like or at least collaborate with them yeah yeah do you hear a lot from other vendors like you know things encouraging this sort of like thought about you know changing how you look or or something or most vendors sort of on your page where they're like okay like don't stress out like you're good how you are yeah, I think most of the vendors that I work with, um, funnily enough, are like my age and, yeah. you know, like early 30s, and we're all starting out. So we've all grown up, I mean, when we were younger, everyone wanted to look like a model in the magazine, like really, really skinny, Victoria's Secret was really cool. And right. then we started realize that that is not realistic there's a lot of photoshopping going on oh yeah Um, so we are the ones that I work with for the most part we are very much proponents of love you as you are you're beautiful today you know don't worry about it as long as you feel good and you're healthy that's the most important part definitely yeah not so much if you're a size two with a flat stomach because let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what are some of the things or ways that you use to like encourage women and whether that's in person or like on your Instagram or um, social media? Um, I try, I do try pretty hard to get some diversity in there, both in body size and 
um, like ethnic diversity. Right. It it is really hard though because the wedding industry is dominated by like petite white women who are blondes. They're always blondes. (laughs) It might be the area too. (laughs) Yeah. We are in New England. Right. So, um, but most of the designers, the photos that they repost of their brides, a lot of the time they're, you know, Caucasian women and it can be really hard. And sometimes I do realize that I have not posted anybody of color in a long time. And like me, me being half Chinese myself, I'm like, huh, I'm not representing myself at all. Yeah, yeah. I grew up here in Connecticut and in Illinois and in England. So, like, I was always the most colorful person, even though I'm only half. So that tells you. So, Um, so if you can't use the designer photos, you use photos of some of the brides that buy things at your store, it seems, too. Yeah, absolutely. When I can, when I can hunt them down and get photos from them, you know, I will use them first always. Right. And those, at least to me, when I look at your account, it's like so nice to be like, oh, that's like a real person (laughs) instead of like a model. And and, you know, they look more like, you know, like me or like someone else I've seen instead of like these weird aspiration type um, wedding pictures. Yeah, like the $250,000 wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so before you mentioned like plus size wedding stores, is that a thing? Like there's separate bridal shops? I don't think there's one here in Connecticut, which wow. there, there should be. Yeah. Um, given that m- one of my sales reps, who's kind of my mentor, she told me recently that the average woman in America is like a size, a street size, like 14, 12, I think 14. that's right, yeah. Yeah, so meaning that in bridal, she would be a 16 plus. Um so there really should be one. There are specific lines um, that designers have, like they'll have multiple collections, and a lot of them are creating collections these days specifically targeted at curvy brides, um, you know, more structure, bigger bust areas to cover more, um, yeah, more like more supportive straps, things like that. But there is one store in Texas that I follow on Instagram. It's called it's called Della Curve, D E L L A Curve. Mm-hmm. I'm like, percent sure about that. But they specialize in plus size brides, and people fly from all over the country to go there because they have like the biggest selection for brides over twenty. Doesn't that seem kind of crazy? Like you have to fly to Texas to get a wedding dress. It's insane, and I feel horrible that I'm contributing to that a little bit, but um, it's just a whole nother ball game. Right. It really is. So what's so different about it? Just trying to understand. I, I mean, both in how the dresses are fitting you, mm-hmm. because they'll make a sample dress for somebody who's a size six, and it's almost like in in baking, I don't know if you know yeah. this, but when you're baking, I bake a lot. recipe. Yeah. yeah, you can't just triple it if you want to triple the recipe. It doesn't always doesn't come work. out yeah. 
like, yeah, you can't just triple your baking powder or baking soda. You really have to figure out it's usually too much, basically. So yeah. if you're tripling a dress, it's not always going to come out, um, what's the word, like, proportional. Yeah, like fitting correctly, right? Yeah, it's not always going to come out the way you think it is. So you have to design totally differently. You have to add a lot of inches. Um, I I think curvier brides are going to want more boning and more structure. And a lot of these, like, boho dresses are very, like, free and airy, and there's no support. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think I tried some on, and I was like, "Mm -mm, nope. (laughs) They're not for me. And, like, women love the idea of an open back. But with an open back, you can't wear shapewear because it's going to come up higher than the open back. So it's uh, you have to think about, like, all these things, I think, when designing for a plus-size bride. Um, yeah, like, where, if you're doing a mermaid dress, like, where that seam around your knees is going to hit you sort of thing. And Right. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, there is a lot more that I wouldn't even consider. Yeah. And what do you... Yeah, it's not, it's not just like an A-line dress and you can make it bigger. Like, right. That's like when they make a size, you know, a large, in, when it's like small, medium, large in like dresses or something um, in like Target and they just make it bigger all around. And you're like, no, I'm just taller. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. So what do you do, like, if someone comes into your store and you don't have a dress that could fit them? Well, thankfully, it hasn't happened too often. We do put what sample sizes we carry on our website. Okay. So hopefully, if it is a larger bride and they've done a little bit of homework, which you really have to do if you're a bride of any size, like, you have to do your homework on the designer and the price range. Mm-hmm. If you are one of a size 18 or 20, chances are you've had trouble shopping in the past. Right, okay. So you've maybe looked into which stores are going to have the most for you. But if they do come in, which they have, we, I mean, I have to be honest with them. Yeah. Like I'm not going to have a ton of options for you, and I'm going to do my best. And when the mom pulls a dress that is 10 sizes too small for our bride, I very delicately say, I think I have a dress that's really, really similar to this, but it's a better size for you. You know, I'm not going to say this one is going to be way too small. Right. Yeah. Mm. I'm so, so thankful to Allison for coming on the show. Um, I had a wonderful experience at her bridal store. It's Ruby Bridal Boutique in New Milford, Connecticut. So I highly recommend um, anyone interested in shopping with her, go check it out if you're in Connecticut. And um, guys, remember, this weekend I'm getting married and uh, I will be in Wales and England for two weeks afterwards. But we are still going to have episodes. I've already recorded them. So they'll be going up um, while I'm away. And I hope you enjoy. Check back, comment, and please, please remember the best way to get more listeners to this show, the best way to spread the message about eating disorders in our everyday life and the effect of diet culture on everyone here is to share it um, word of mouth. Uh, Just, you know, share it on Facebook, Instagram, 
tell somebody, um, help me out, you know, a little wedding present. (laughs) Um, So thank you and have a wonderful week, everyone.